was the sense that Windsor was the worst place to live if you're a woman. I want us to change the narrative to say Windsor is the Essex is the best place if you're a woman to live, to start a business, to grow a business, uh, and to be a leader. Women are 67% less likely to self-promote than men empower women entrepreneurs. Women owned 34% of businesses in Windsor, Essex. Women have to be part of that process. They need to be part of that plan. Women were underrepresented in every single area. We can ensure um, that we can continue to move the dial. Found that they had imposter syndrome. In terms of Rise Windsor, Essex, increasing the number of women entrepreneurs. And that addresses the needs of women entrepreneurs at this time are designed to really celebrate women. Welcome to Made It Happen podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Hafling. Made It Happen is a podcast series highlighting young female founders who took a chance and launched their own business. I've officially teamed up with Rise Windsor Essex to bring you stories of Windsor Essex's very own female entrepreneurs. We're here to celebrate women in the area who have made it happen. Before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to talk about Build a Dream's Career Discovery Expo. Build a Dream is hosting another digital career discovery expo on Tuesday, November 24th from 6 to 8.30 p.m. Despite the cancellation of in-person events, Build a Dream still felt that it was important for career exploration to continue. Dream Big Career Expos combines some of the best elements of live events and have packaged them into an evening that includes panels with professional women in the industry, employer spotlights, and educational experts so families can learn together from the comfort of their home. The link to register is dreambiggreateressex.eventbrite.ca. See you there! Today I'm speaking with Linda and Gloria from Magnolia Ranch a gorgeous four-bedroom, newly renovated house that is much more than a bed and breakfast. It's a magnificent property with stunning views everywhere you look. In the heart of wine country and across the street from Lake Erie, there are endless possibilities of ways to enjoy your stay. They also offer catered events, and their unique property is the perfect place to host your wedding. Thank you both so much for joining me here today. And would we like to maybe start off with each of you telling us just a little bit about yourselves and your business? Sure. So I'm Gloria and um, Linda and I were part of the, or still part of the NCA, which is the Neighborhood Charitable Alliance organization in Kingsville. Um, We raise money for families in need and we organize an annual gala in Kingsville called Spring Bling. And after a couple years of working together, we realized how similar our design style was as well as our work ethic. Oddly enough, both of us were actually looking into different avenues to get into down the road. Um, I've been involved with fundraising and organizing events for over 24 years. I sit on the board of uh, Transition to Betterness as well as the NCA. Um, And I always wanted to do events for a living. Um, I'm now a retired hairdresser of 35 years and I've owned a couple businesses of my own. Um, And Linda... Well, as Gloria has mentioned, the NCA has brought us together 
I work for my family business. I am in financing. I have been in financing for over 20 years. I love working with numbers. Uh, numbers is definitely my passion. However, I also enjoy entertaining, decorating, hosting events. I love entertaining in my home and having gathering. It's something I truly enjoy. And um, after working with the Glory with the NCA and organizing the Spring Bling, I realized that um, this was a passion for me and I wanted to pursue it. And no better time for Gloria to come to me and ask me if I wanted to join her in this venture. And I'm so glad that she did. So after our last gala together in 2019, I, pro- I approached Linda with a proposition and she obviously said yes. And three months later, we were the proud owners of a Victorian style home on the Epic Pine Route. So it was really important for us to find a property that was enchanting and in the hub that was progressing into it like a destination. So it's just such a great location being there. We didn't want to just purchase something in some remote area where there was no access and this property spectacular. Then we spent the next few months just uh, renovating it and turning it into a B&B to get going. Wow. And so what was it, I guess, when, when you came up with sort of the proposition to buy, buy the location? And then what was it that really inspired you to do sort of the bed and breakfast and events space? I know you said that you do have the experience in that, but was there anything else that sort of really attracted you to that industry? For me, like, so my, the events that I did before was for fundraising. So I love getting people together as does Linda. Um, We love like just the, creating a vision, selling it out, making it the best party you've ever been to, and just doing a lot of super extra little great touches that make it special and memorable for everybody. Yes, absolutely. And then you had said that, you know, you both had realized that you sort of had that eye for design and the same similar work ethic. Was there anything else that sort of made you both want to go into business together? For me, um, I didn't want to do it alone. I knew what an undertaking this was going to be. I'm a bit older than Linda. So um, her, uh, her youth actually was a, uh, a selling feature for me. But just, you know what, when you find somebody you work well with and you can take criticisms, we can feed off each other. Nobody gets offended. We just, we get through the task together. And, and I just, I knew that I wanted to do something with her even if it wasn't this right away, it was like, we should do this or we should do that. But we were just both so busy in our own lives that during these couple of years of trying to figure something out, we just, it never happened. And it's not going to happen unless you put it to paper, sit down and say, let's, you know, proceed. You can dream all you want, but. Right. So when Gloria first approached me with the idea, we had just completed Spring Bling 2019. It was a huge success and we were still riding that wave. So she got me at the right time. Um, She definitely pushed me to start this venture together. And also having my husband who backed it up 100% made it easier to make that decision. And working with Gloria, like over the past few years with the NCA, I knew that she would be the perfect business partner as we are similar in, in many ways. So I knew that I was making the right decision. Mm-hmm, definitely. I think those are some great, you know, aspects to have when looking for a business partner, because it is such a big decision. And um, do you have any sort of advice or tips for someone who might be listening for choosing that right business partner to go in with? 
So for me, um, I've had a few business partners. I've owned a couple salons in the past. And what's important is that you're both not trying to have the same role. You know, it's nice when your tastes are the same and you allow and we, we can allow individual decisions to be made at times because we trust the other one's style. So it's not like we're micromanaging each other. So much like a marriage, we don't work with a tit for tat mentality. Neither of us complain if one person seems to be doing more one week than the other. We just, we work together to get through the day or the week the best way possible. Um, and, you know, we're both, I'm not very patient. I'm learning to be patient. Um, but I think patience is key as well as like crystal clear communication and being able to take criticism. Yes, I agree with Gloria. You must be able to take criticism, not in a bad way, to improve the business and be both willing to put in 100%, especially in the beginning. And of course, work well together as you spend a lot of time together. Yeah. And we both, like, don't forget, we both have full-time jobs. So, you know, we work during the day and we get together and we work at night and we work on the weekends. So, yeah, it's really important to, you know, understand each other and not not get offended by anything or, or not like just be open and we want to grow as people all the time. Right. So if Linda tells me something that, you know, she doesn't like something I've done or like something I've chosen or whatever, I don't get bent about it. It's like, I trust her opinion. So I'm like, okay, well that works. Definitely. And it's good to sort of, you know, get those different points of views, um, which is so great when you do have that business partner you can go to to bounce ideas off of. And, you know, you both, like you said, you both have full-time jobs as well as this and working weekends. Do you have just any sort of advice for how you manage your time and, and manage all of those different, you know, jobs and different priorities that you have? Um, <laughs> as we're pouring some wine, yeah. Uh, wine, <laughs> wine helps. <laughs> well, to our credit, we are both extremely organized people and work super hard. The key is to find a balance, which we're still learning. We have been doing 70 plus hours a week. So we try to include our families so we can see them while we're working. Family's super important for us too. So we're not just career woman we we're doing this for a reason like we we'd like this to one day become a you know a family business perhaps and having our kids involved and Linda's husband is super involved like on the property helping maintain the property so that's great my husband's a farmer so he's he's not around as often but he supports us in other ways which is great so it's just you know it's a job for everybody we have to support each other. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, th I think that's so important. And, you know, with that too, you had mentioned in the beginning that when you found the property, you know, the location was very important to you. Um, do you want to just share a little bit about what made you, you know, decide in Hera specifically or just in, in the area in general, what sort of attracted you to that specific spot? So the property speaks for itself. It's absolutely a beautiful place. It's uh, definitely a bonus that we are in the Harrow Epic Wine Route, which has been booming over the years. We are fortunate to have neighbors who support us in the area. There's wineries of walking distance to our property, so we're right in the heart of it. So that has um, definitely made a play in purchasing the property, but just walking the property, the, the tranquility of the place, um, definitely that was my reasoning for choosing that area. 
it's super peaceful. Um, it's 10 and a half acres and there's some great characteristics on the property, trees, something's blooming at all, at all times. Like it's, un, it's unbelievable. And everybody that comes to Magnolia Ranch says the same thing. They're like, wow, the energy here is spectacular. And it's just, and you don't need to embellish it very much. Like it's just, there's beauty everywhere you look. So that was really super important to us. And even just sitting at the fire pit out front and watching the life go by, people biking, people, you know, walking, jogging, driving, like it's, there's so much action and it's entertaining. It's, it's the lake, yeah. the vineyards, it's, it's a very calm place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But not boring. Yeah, no, it looks absolutely beautiful and, you know, lots to do in the surrounding area. While we're talking about vineyards, you guys have to check out Paglione Estate Winery, a beautiful winery located in Harrow along the winery route where their wine is produced in small batches using natural methods and pay homage to the Italian winemaking traditions of the old country enhanced by the unique terrier of Canada's southernmost region. I have been loving exploring the wineries, and this one is a must-see. My absolute favorite is their 2018 Cabernet Merlot, but they have a full variety of amazing wines. You can go check them out and follow them on social media at Paglione Estate Winery. Cheers! How have you gone about marketing your business and finding clients to come? Well, initially we had a lot of, um, well, we had an open house last November and that's when we kind of launched it. And um, it was during their winter market, um, the Epic Wine Rex winter market. So we just really, you know, I was still doing here at the time and I have a, I had a really good following. Um, Linda has a large family. We just kind of put it out there, social media. We pitched some signs on the lawn said open house November, I believe it was 23rd. It was for two days. Linda and I both really like to entertain. So we had some beautiful food there. We had an open bar, we had entertainment, and we just invited people to come and see what we've been doing. We had 400 people in two days. It was unbelievable. And the word just really got out. And then um, after COVID hit, and we just felt bad for so many businesses. We invited our um, photography industry friends to come to the property and just get their creative juices flowing. And we, we, um, Linda and I spent the weekend like putting props out and palettes and tapestries and lanterns and candles and pillows. And we brought our vintage cars out there and a Vespa and we just had different things happening. So the photographers could go in or outdoors. They could bring models, they could bring family members and they were so appreciative and it was just such a great weekend. And from that, we got tagged and everything and it helped build our photo gallery, which is amazing to work Mm -hmm. from. And It was just, um, we were just, you know what, we're just happy to be aligned with so many great people and and we have some really great connections and we've made some really good friends along the way and and just people are really supportive. It's amazing, like honestly. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. That's that's so great to hear. And, you know, another point that you had touched on as well is COVID-19. And so I'm curious too, is how this has affected your business and sort of what pivots you have had to make in order to cope with the situation. So when the restrictions were in place, 
that is when Gloria and I completely finished renovating the Magnolia House. And we were ready to launch our cooking classes, our pop-up dinners. We were open for business. And to have to have shut down at that time was very stressful for the both of us. Um, and as the months went on and the restrictions were slowly lifted, we were able to provide our space, our property, so um, couples didn't have to reschedule their special day, didn't have to cancel their special day. These are couples that uh, wanted to do whatever they could just to have their wedding and to move on with their lives. So oddly enough, in the month of September and October, we were extremely busy and we were so happy and grateful that we had the opportunity to help a lot of couples and make their day special. And we were happy to help these brides out like these, these poor couples, like, you know, some of them had said that they planned three or four different types of weddings through their process. And, you know, it's just like, let's get these people married. And we were so pleased to be able to, to give them a place where they could, you know, start their life instead of postponing it constantly like it's it's been difficult for people um but it's been a blessing for us because we've been able to watch so many wonderful right. couples and families and get together and they're just so and because of covid let me tell you um so the couples like honestly i think it i think it's more the families that make these weddings so large but the couples are happy to blame it on covid by having their numbers a little quaint um, yes yes and and their expectations are different like they're just so happy to get married and so happy to be around family and friends and it's been really wonderful to be part of that and and you know do some extra special touches that we love doing to to for them so it's been interesting year that's for sure Mm-hmm. absolutely i love the approach that you've sort of taken to that and seeing that positive side of it and, you know, still being able to make those great experiences for them, which also leads to my next question is sort of, if there is one thing that, you know, you think really makes a great experience for guests, um, what would that be? Well, with Airbnb, we like, we pay attention to detail in our, in our home. Um, we love to have fresh flowers in all the rooms and into the house, uh, music playing, outdoor fires, uh, the, the the property is a warm and cozy vibe. It's peaceful. It's therapeutic, and um, that's one thing that I feel like makes our place special. Yeah, yeah. Our attention to detail is is everywhere, um, and we don't notice it so much, but other people really point it out. It's just how we like to do things. It's luxurious, but it's also like Linda said, warm and cozy. Um, we pride ourselves also on exceptional customer service. Like I said, I, I hairdresser for 35 years. To me, it's all about service. Um, that's why I like to shop local. I'm not really an online shopper. I like the the customer service thing. And, and we both try to do a really great job with that. We want to make everybody's experience wonderful. We're almost like personal concierge. We make sure they have dinner plans. We make sure they know to call for dinner plans because everyone's hours are a little different right now. And, um, and, and everybody's super appreciative with the hospitality. So it's, um, it's been great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think those are 
two really great points there is, and is really important for all guests with experiences. So that's great to hear. And then, you know, we did talk about sort of COVID being a, being a challenge, but was there any sort of other challenge that you've had to overcome with your business? And sort of if you'd like to share and what did you do during this time to come over that? Well, right now we are basically doing everything on our own. We grew so fast that we are only now in the process of building a team. And we feel that putting the right people in place will help us to grow in our business. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, that that definitely makes sense. And, you know, I think like a lot of entrepreneurs, it is, it's finding that balance, which can definitely be challenging. But then sort of on the other side of that, is there sort of any big success moments from when you've opened to that you'd like to share? So I think um, one of our big success moments for us was when we were asked by Windsor Essex Tourism to host um, two influencer bloggers from Toronto. So it was um, Somaz at The Curious Creature and Irene Mates, who's a food stylist and a contributor to the Food and Drink magazine at the LCBO, as well as a local farm-to-table advocate. They featured us in their blog, as well as visit Windsor Essex and also came back while a friend of mine was the same weekend when a friend of mine was hosting a unique private event at our place that included wines from California. So actually we were all supposed to go to Napa and that couldn't happen obviously. And so he hosted Napa at the ranch. So um, he brought in these wines from California that were unbelievable. And anyway, so Somaz and Irene popped back in and um, met my friends and photographed the wines and they they posted them on their their blog and um, tagged the wineries from California who reposted and commented on our post. So that was a crazy moment for us, and it it made us also realize the effects of social media. That was that was uh, yeah, it was just cool. It was like holy moly, like it was neat. And as well as every time we get an amazing review from our guests, it fills our heart. I have to also say. Another special moment, and I'm sure Gloria will agree with me, was our first wedding at Magnolia Ranch. We had met with the bride and groom just after finished renovating the house, and they wanted an outdoor wedding. Well, our property was not ready for any event. However, we did tell them our vision and what we planned to do with the property in the next few months, and they believed in us. And um, the day of their wedding, they couldn't believe the transformation of the property. They were so happy with the decor and it was just so rewarding to see them happy and complimenting our work. Yes, absolutely. They had faith in us, which was, and they didn't even, it wasn't even a, like, so it was a a friend of ours that actually, you know, gave them our names and she just said, you know, my sister-in-law to be told me Linda and Gloria can make this happen and not even like question it and not even whatever. And so they just, yeah, they really took, um, they trusted us and, and it was beautiful. They had a beautiful day. We're so happy for them. Wow. I I love hearing those types of stories and it's, it's definitely nice when you're sort of looking back on those moments um, with your business and sort of seeing the impact that it has. So I love hearing that. And also, is there sort of anything that you both have found sort of that you've learned about yourselves while running your own business? I know um, you said you've ran businesses in the past, but maybe from this specific one, is there something that you've learned about yourselves you'd like to share? So for me, I've always journeyed through life by the seat of my pants, literally. It's all on how I feel. 
I decide on something and then I'm full steam ahead. I'm not exactly a budget girl at all or put much thought to finance. I just know what I'm capable of and keep moving forward till I accomplish it, good or bad. I've honestly never taken this much financial risk before. So this, this, this was difficult. My husband really was a great support in that. Um, the stakes are now quite high. And on top of that, I wish often, like I mentioned that I was 10 years younger venturing into this new profession, but there's been a few days filled with doubt and what the hell did I just do moments. And this is when the support of your business partner as well as your life partner plays a key role. You, you know, you hope you're not feeling the same way at the same time. When one of us feels discouraged or just plain tired, we can lean on the other one to lift us up. And um, it's key to accept the help and take the encouragement from friends and family. And that's kind of something that's new for me. I'm not great at asking for help. Both Linda and I too, like, you know, she can tell when I'm tired or I'm kind of like at my wit's end and vice versa. So we, we lift each other up that way. And, um, and we put things to paper. Well, I put things to paper a little bit more like her being the background that she's from. It's been good for me too, because like I said, I don't, I'm not a numbers girl at all. And I just, I'm like, we can do this. And I, I don't really care how we do it. I just know we can do it. And, you know, <laughs> she, she puts the dollar values to paper a bit more and it makes it a little clearer, but I'll let Lynn expand on that. Well, first off, running your own business, starting your own business, the first year is always going to be a challenge. And, and that is for anybody. Um, what I learned um, about myself is that I found that I needed to manage my time better the beginning of our journey, I was getting tired and unorganized, which is unlike me. So I knew I needed to do something about it. And, and then that's when I started creating schedules, schedules with tasks that needed to be done on a daily basis. And I made sure by the end of the day that those tasks were complete. And now I, I reference to a calendar and my calendar has all my tasks, all my meetings that I need to attend, and I refer to this calendar on a daily basis, which has helped me out tremendously. Um, also, I've learned that um, working hard definitely pays off. The more work you put into your business, the more time you spend working on your business, the more success you will see. And uh, Gloria and I have put endless hours into our business, and um, we were definitely seeing the re the results. So. For me, um, the two things that I learned is managing my time and working hard. And those are two definitely positive aspects of uh, running a business. Yeah, I think I think that's great that, you know, you have sort of those qualities that you can both sort of balance each other out and sort of complement each other's strengths or when, when you do need help with those things. So I think that's great to, you know, find in a business partner. And you both gave a lot of really great advice there, you know, for running a business and for yourselves. And is there sort of any other one piece of advice that you would give to someone who might be thinking of starting a business or maybe something that, you know, you wish you you had known when you started out? For me, it's um, like if I'm not passionate about something, I won't succeed. I've been asked to do to raise money for certain things. And, you know, I'm like, you're better off finding somebody who's been affected by that specific whatever. And you have to be passionate about what you're doing. So that would be my, my first and foremost. And, you know, another thing which it seems trivial, but it's so not. And in my life, I find so many people aren't great at it. And then the ones that are like, 
to get the job done. It's to be prompt in responding and on any platform, whether it's text, emails, whatever. Be prompt. Don't don't not respond or respond a week later. Like that maddens so many people. So it's a silly thing, but I think it's it's key um, for me. And the like I said, the other is just be super passionate. And if you're passionate, you're going to accomplish whatever you want to. Yeah, I, I totally agree with Gloria. Also, for me, have a vision board, have notes written down why this business, why you wanted this business to happen. Because you're always going to have doubts, you're always going to be tired. But then at least you can go back to that vision board, you can go back to your notes of why you wanted this to happen. And it can recharge you and get you back going. So all those doubts are gone and you're ready to go again. It, it's also very helpful if you have a partner or a husband that is on board with you because it is 24-7 every day that you want to get this business going. So to have, to have that person there by your side to be there 100% with you, to want that same dream as you is very helpful because you guys can feed off of each other when you're together. Um, and then just be prepared to work because if you're not prepared to work, it's not going to happen. No, being self-employed is not for the, the, the weak or the meek. <laughs> like you have to, um, so many times in life, people are like, Oh, you work for yourself. You're so lucky. And I said, my clients are my boss. Like, I don't know what you're, <laughs> what you think it is, but it's like, you know, you work way harder than just going in a nine to five job when it's not family run or it's not your own business. Like it's, you know, there it's, it's a way different way of doing things. But, and if you get that, like, you know, back in the old day, the, the content of the, the customers always right and all those things. Well, those are, those are embedded in me because I was 20 when I started in business and it, you know, all those old things were true. It's, you know, it's not that the customer's always right, but you can educate them, but you always make them feel like they're right somehow or another, right? So again, it's impeccable customer service. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Yeah, that's, I was going to say it kind of comes back to that customer service aspect, um, which, you know, is definitely so important. And so it's, that's nice to hear. And I think that's all really great advice for people thinking of starting a business or who are maybe just starting out, you know, things to keep in mind. And, you know, you'd also mentioned before too about all the amazing people that you get to meet through your business. And so I'm very curious as to sort of, if there is one thing that you sort of love the most about running your business, um, what would that be? I love the planning process and being creative and watching things come together. Um, it, it's wonderful forming relationships and witnessing how pleased they are when they see their special day unfold. That's my favorite part. And of course, meeting new people on a daily basis and hearing their story and why they're spending the day, the night at uh, Magnolia Ranch. Yeah, like we have, honestly, it's, it's, we have the best job in the world in a sense. Nobody's coming to us because it's not like you're going to the dentist. Yeah. They're <laughs> like coming to us for, for celebration. Yeah. yeah. Like the anniversary. Yeah. So they're always, yeah, they're with us for a Good. happy reason. Yeah. And we love making their, their stay with us special. We love, you know, we, 
we do a little card depending on the celebration or sometimes we'll do a complimentary something depending on the celebration and we'd love to offer advice and we just want their experience to be to be wonderful but as far as our bride and grooms like from the initial tour when the groom is so coy and quiet and and whatever and, and as you know, meetings progress and seeing the dynamics between the two, finding out how they got engaged, her gorgeous ring, like just everything, right? And then just the planning part with them and, and then just executing it and watching their day come together is magical. Like we, like, honestly, like I said, we have the best job in the world for that. It's, it's, and it's a pleasure and we feel honored these people choosing us to help make their day great. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And, you know, all the details that go into it and sort of seeing it unfold, it definitely, I mean, it's, it's a big day. And so that's, that's amazing, you know, that you get to sort of be a part of it and help really make that happen. And is there sort of any future plans for your business that you'd like to share? Well, (laughs) we initially, um, you know, we wanted to build a, a venue space that that was our initial dream and that's why this came together so when i went to linda's house that fateful day to proposition her on working together i went with laptop in hand and inspiration pictures in hand and you know we were modeling ourselves after a great um wedding venue space in oklahoma which linda and i traveled to visit and um he was so great at just sharing his vision with us and how they did it and, and everything. So we still, our designs are almost done for our venue space. Um, we hope to move forward. COVID has put a little bit of a wretch in things, but we're still plugging away. Um, so the, the tented outdoor thing was kind of happened just because. because. Yeah. Yeah. So we were just trying to help brides and, provide them a space have their yeah have their their day but our whole goal is to have this space this barn venue available for a bridesmaid or any 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 party have to be a bride a wedding it could be any type of celebration but that's that's our our dream Yeah. yeah Wow. Well, I'm, I'm so excited to, you know, see all of that come together and it, it's going to be beautiful. And I mean, the place already is. And thank you so much for, you know, sharing, sharing your story about your business, as well as all the great advice for other business owners. And it's, it's so great to sort of hear what you both have built together there. And would you just like to share with our listeners where they can find your business online? Yeah. So our website's um, magnoliaranch.ca. And of course, they can follow us on our social accounts as well, um, Instagram and Facebook. And yeah, we have a great, I think we have a great Instagram. We have a a girl that we've worked with that's helped us with our social. And we just think she's fantastic. She's part of the family. We adore her. And um, she's done a great job and people are really enjoying following us. Thanks for listening to Made It Happen Podcast, the podcast highlighting female entrepreneurs. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, leave a review, and I'll see you next week.